0: The Mountain Woman Radio Show is brought to you by FermentTools.com. Fermentation, preservation, enjoy.
1: You're listening to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, which can be found on our website at TreyerWilderness.com and also on iTunes. Welcome to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, where we are homesteading traditionally 100% off-grid today and offering preparedness and survival tips for tomorrow. Here's your host, Tammy Treyer.
0: Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me today. It is another gorgeous sunny day here in northern Idaho. We have been blessed with really nice weather, and we have taken the time to get out and do a good Many videos for you folks. So be sure to uh, be checking out our YouTube channel. It's uh, youtube.com slash wilderness And uh, the mountain boy got his Willy Jeep. It's a 1951 Willie Jeep up and running last Saturday. Um, still some more work to do on it. He is doing a restoration um, series. And you can follow that on his YouTube channel at youtube.com slash mountainboyjournals. But uh, we've had beautiful weather and have really been taking time to do the things we can while the weather's nice. Um, I was actually out last week mucking the goat pen. And for those of you that homestead or live on a farm or um, have done this in your past, you will certainly relate to this. When you're out with the animals and you're out doing something like that, Many people would think it's a really horrible experience, but let me tell you, it is something that is quite enjoyable because you don't have to think about what you're doing. So you think about many other really cool things. So another writing project uh, sprung up for me um, when I was out there uh, mucking the pens. Sometimes it's a simple homestead projects that really inspire us. Maybe it was the aroma. I'm not sure. But I really do enjoy manual labor. I enjoy being able to be outside. I'm such an outside girl, and I was cooped up way too much last year. So being able to be out is just so refreshing. The next thing I'm going to be working on is um, my garden, and I'm so excited. We're getting our seeds. Our seeds are started, and uh, I want to get out into the garden area and do some work out there this week yet too, while we have nice weather. But uh, I just wanted to uh, thank those of you that are newsletter subscribers that have already taken my survey. But I would like to ask you all if you would mind taking a survey for me. It's a very short survey, but it will really help me to um, gear my materials towards our audience. So you can go to treyerwilderness.com survey, and you will find this survey Form there, and uh, if you could just quickly fill that out for me, I would so appreciate it. Uh, we have so many good things going on on March 26th. Our uh, class and webinar has been scheduled. It is at 5 p.m. Pacific time instead of 6 p.m. It is at 5 p.m. I did that so that the East Coast people will have a better chance of uh, attending. It gets pretty late for the East Coast, so I thought I'd shift it a little bit. And this class will be on cooking and cleaning with essential oils. We also have a, another webinar up and coming that will be available to you. Um, and you can check our website for this one and also in our newsletter. If you're not a newsletter subscriber, you can go to treyerwilderness.com newsletter. And uh, you will uh, find information on uh, our solar cooking uh, webinar with uh, Paul Munson from All-American Sun Oven. And if you've been following me and our YouTube channel and our website, you've seen all the uh, Sun Oven uh, Reviews I've been doing and the varying uh, series that I've been doing on the Sun Oven. So I encourage you to definitely uh, check that out and attend that, and I will provide information in the show notes for you. And uh, I'd like to uh, give a little shout-out to Gail in Australia. You're a sweetheart, and we just so appreciate you. She reaches out very often and has mentioned... um, and ask many questions, and I enjoy that because that really helps us to focus on what our audience needs. And um, also just thank you so very much for your generous gift. That was just so very kind of you and so very much appreciated. Um, we just appreciate you very much. And she had some awesome questions. Um Last week, and I thought I would try to field those this week's on this week's show. She asked about um, how we prepare for wildfires, and that's actually a really good question because the East Coast is getting our snow and our and we had rain in December and January. But one of the things that helps us greatly out here in the West is having a lot of snowfall because you have snow very high and you have a lot of melt off. And it helps to eliminate the dryness in the summer months and helps to eliminate um, the wildfires. So, you know, there's no sense worrying. There's nothing we can do to change the situation. It is what it is. Um, But this summer could be very, very dry for us, and it could be very risky with wildfires. So we do have a little bit of a plan in place. Um, We are surrounded by tall timbers. But um, if there were to be a fire coming in our direction, um, depending on its size and and so forth, um, we would be very quickly felling trees that are around our home and getting them out of the way and kind of making a very large barrier um, around our home. Fire does jump, um, and these trees are very tall. So that would be our first um, thing we would be doing is just felling trees and getting them out of the way and um, trying to kind of build a wall to stop the fire um, and give us enough space between our home and and where the tree line is. The other thing is to have water available and to keep your home wet as well as your um, land wet Um, One of the things the mountain man wanted to do was to put a sprinkler system on our roof, which we haven't done yet. And, uh, we do have a well, uh, but it would depend on the time of day when something were to happen. Um, but having a hose ready, um, so that we could readily, uh, keep things wet and keep things, um, the the moisture level there, um, would be another important, important factor. Um, and we are nestled back in pretty good but felling of the trees would definitely help us but um i'm just we are a little you know concerned about what this summer may bring but that is something we would do um just in keeping a good enough space from our home to the tree line and um and the moisture other than that there's not a whole lot we could do um we chose this location because we like the tall timbers we chose this location um because it's nestled in. Now, um, if I recall correctly, you said you are, um, in some open, like more grassy areas that the trees are further up, but grass, you know, will light and will move fast too. So keeping, you know, it really wet, um, in a huge, in a decent radius of your home will help prevent that from, you know, taking over your home. Um, but, with the trees, felling them and keeping a good distance from your home is really important. So I hope that helps. I I will possibly put a post out on this um, most likely upcoming just because it's going to be something that is going to be a concern for us most likely out here this year. So stay tuned for that too. And um, I wanted to let you folks know I am actually recording my show today at Camp Mustang. And let me just share a little bit about what Camp Mustang is. Camp Mustang is... Um, some is owned by some amazing people. They um, have adjoining property out here with us, but they, they live in Washington. And um, this is just a little bit of a getaway spot for them. And we met them when we moved out here. Um, I think we were here Probably two months and we met them and it was just such an instant connection. I love that when you have friends or you meet people that become instant friends like, and it just feels like you've known them forever. That has been the case with them and I think it was June that we met them and in July we built them a 12 by 12 cabin out here in the wilderness while we were waiting for our trusses. And uh we had a little bit of extra time and we were like go, go, go. So the idea popped and we, we built them this little cabin. And last year we built them a sunroom on the cabin. And it is a 12 by 12 sunroom. And I'm actually sitting out here right now. We built this for them um as per their request and um thinking that this would be such a great way for them to really stay comfortable in the summer months when they come to visit. And little did I know that while we were building this, they were intending this to also be a great spot for me to escape and do my writing. So when they came out to see this for the first time, they brought these really awesome little tables that convert into either a table or a little picnic table. And they uh, disclosed to me that the purpose is so that I have a little spot to come over and escape or that I could find, you know, come over and Use this area to homeschool Austin because we would be out in the fresh air. Because one of the other things that is very prevalent out here in Idaho is mosquitoes. And we were mosquito farmers for the first two years here. It was just dreadful. but um, And they aren't quite as bad. But there are certain times of year when they are pretty nasty. And also the flies. So this is all screened in and just wonderful. So thank you guys for this because this has just been awesome. But George and Gudrun are just such wonderful, wonderful people, and I really treasure this spot because I can get out and be out and about and be able to write and do what I need to, and sometimes escaping is what is required for my brain to fully function, and I'm constantly interrupted with other things at the house. So this is just perfect. So I really appreciate them doing this for me, and I just wanted to give a little shout out to them and just thank them. And Gail, again, thank you. But we are just so blessed by the people that are in our path and uh, our audience, so many of you reach out and share you know, varying things with us, your stories and, and uh, just your inspiration also and we really appreciate that and we have so many good things in store for you between videos and blog posts and we even have some classes coming up that I think some of you will be very interested in and that is in the works, and my books. I, am, I have several books in the works, and um, one is just about ready to be released, and I'm real excited about that, so stay tuned for more information on that. But we just have so much stuff going on, and I have a lot of guests that will be joining me on the radio show um, starting next week with uh, Naomi Poe from BetterBatter.org. You hear her advertisement every week on my show. She has been a godsend to me with her flour, and um, I've I've been using Better Batter Flour, oh goodness, since 2004, and four and it is just been such a blessing to use it because you can use it cup for cup like you would wheat flour. It makes it very easy to switch over from a um, regular whole wheat diet to a gluten-free diet, and the flours are non-GMO and... Um, they are packaged in very large Ziploc bags, which makes it very easy to store. And um, you can put those in a five-gallon bucket and and keep them for a long time. And it's just a it's a wonderful product. And she is just a sweetheart. I love working with her. I've I've loved helping promote them because I really, as you have found, I only talk about the things that I am really passionate about and the things that I feel are worth your money, worth your time. And, um, this is definitely something that you, if you are looking for a gluten-free alternative, this is the flour you want to use. I've just, am so awed by it. So I look forward to chatting with her. You will have a blast. She's just, she's a lot of fun. And, um, so many other people will be joining us. And I really look forward to sharing, um, what they have to offer with you. Uh, they all are unique. They all do th- similar things that I do um, but maybe in a different way and the purpose of my show is to educate share and inspire and I know that they will all take care of doing that very well we are going to take a short break right now and hear some words from our sponsors and when we return I am going to share a very special guest with you today for the second half of my show so stay tuned we'll be right back
1: The New Pioneer Magazine, taking the skills and techniques of yesteryears and combining it with solar, hydroponics, and various other advancements of today, creating the most robust pioneering magazine on the market. In addition to the New Pioneer Magazine, they also have available the American Frontiersman Magazine, taking you back to a more primitive time, and both magazines can be found at newpioneermag.com. Get your copies today and be prepared for tomorrow. Do you have a loved one or are you suffering from celiac disease or a gluten intolerance? Trying to find that perfect flour? Whether you are baking cookies, flaky pie crusts, or baking breads from scratch, or you are looking for a quick cake from a package, look no further. Better Batter offers non-GMO gluten-free products with an assortment of packaged items as well as flour packaged in varying sizes including their bulk sizes, perfect for those of you that are practicing your preparedness skills. Better Batter's not just another gluten-free flour. It's what you have been searching for. Visit betterbatter.org.
0: Okay, guys, we're back, and as promised, I have a special guest today. As I've mentioned before, the American Frontiersman magazine, it's issue 191, and it is the uh, 2015 issue, um, is featuring my son, who we refer to as the Mountain Boy, and his name is Austin. And we have gotten a tremendous amount of correspondence from people because of this article. This article talks about his life and um, what he has become and what he has overcome because um, Austin is high-functioning autistic, and the first part of his life was quite trying and quite a struggle for him. Um, And through his willingness to change and my willingness to never give up, uh, we, we conquered a lot. And I am blessed to have him joining me today. Austin, thanks for taking time away from your homeschooling to join me. You're
2: welcome.
0: So, what did it feel like to be in this magazine? Pretty cool? Yep. (laughs) That's a pretty neat article. They really did a nice job with all those photos of you.
2: Yes, they did.
0: So, you've gotten lots of correspondence from people. And they are really inspired by your story. Uh, you've also gotten custom orders from people because they want to own some of your products. How did that make you feel? Happy. Yeah. What is, um, your biggest desire? Um, trick question. Yeah. (laughs) I caught him on the spot. He's going to get a lot of these today. So what, what is your biggest desire? What's your heart's desire? How do you want to be able to help people?
2: Just help them through autism.
0: Now does that, regardless what age they are?
2: Yeah,
0: Because a lot of people, I think, think that once they realize they have autism, they're stuck with it, right?
2: Yeah.
0: And maybe some of the people today that are older never had the kind of help that you received. And maybe um, because it was so unknown at the time, you know, people kind of just let it go and let them exist the way they were. But even today, they could improve, right? Now, let's talk about some of the things that we did. Now, you um, are on a gluten-free and a casing-free diet, and you've been on that for a long time. And I know initially you weren't real happy with that diet because it eliminated your favorite things, but um, we made it a point to um, figure out how to perfect all those things that you liked. But initially you didn't like it because it didn't include your favorite things. But you noticed something right off the bat when you started it. What did you notice?
2: I felt better.
0: And can you explain to my audience how you felt better? What what felt better for you? My belly. <laughs> okay, fair enough and a good answer. And and can you explain a little bit more why you say that? You know, Because there was something very unique and very specific you said to me that just made me cry when you told me. Do you remember what that was? <laughs> No? Well, we were going to hyperbaric oxygen therapy treatments. Um, We did that for seven months, twice a week. And at the time, he was in third grade. And he went from a pre-premer reading level, which is pre-kindergarten, to a high second grade reading level during that time. And it was quite impressive. So in addition to that, when we started the hyperbaric, we started this diet. And on the way to our second treatment, so this was Um, a week into it at that time, we're driving there. Now, Austin could not really form good sentences before because he was always just bouncing around and all over the place. And he says to me while we're driving there, he says, Mom, I really like this diet because I don't hurt every time I eat. And I just teared up because, you know, he couldn't tell me that before. So here all this time, you know, he was... Gosh, let's see. You were either seven or nine. I'm trying to think. I think you were nine years old at the time. So at at age nine, he's telling me that all this time for nine years, he has felt lousy when he ate. And I'm sure he did because these foods had such a drastic impact on his life. But do you remember saying that to me? Nope. No, it was too long ago. Do you I have another question, and maybe you can't answer this one either because it was so long ago, but he did just turn 18, so it's going back a while. But when you, when we were doing the hyperbaric oxygen, did you feel any different doing that? Yeah. How did, can you explain how that felt for you? It's hard putting things into words sometimes, but it's okay. Put it, put it in You know what comes to mind. How did it make you feel?
2: It made me feel like I was in a new body instead of the one that I used to be.
0: Wow, that's pretty cool. That's real cool. That's a great answer. <laughs> awesome. I never asked him that before. Okay, very cool. Now, in addition to the diet, you were taking supplements. Um, before we go there, when you started the diet, can you explain to the audience what it felt like when you were on that diet? How 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 did what changed? Cuz one of the things you said to me in the car that night, too, was that you didn't feel like you were bouncing out of your body.
2: <laughs> that sounds fun.
0: Well, think about the things that happen when you have when you would have dairy. So I imagine that was probably the case, but um, it it definitely stabilized you. You know, yeah,
2: because
0: you were always on a roller coaster ride of emotions. And can you tell everybody the kind of troubles you had in school? You enjoyed school and you enjoyed people, but what would happen if you had dairy? What kind of rageful fits would you go into?
2: Yeah.
0: Austin was on the second floor of the school and his at one end, and his principal was at the bottom floor at the other end. And then one day he was having a tantrum, and she could hear him in her office. And you have to understand, Austin is a very mellow, very loving child. He has always been that way. So... You know, to see these violent tendencies coming out of him due to um, the dairy was really hard, and um, we had struggles with people in his life that would continue to give him the foods to be spiteful, and that really caused you a lot of troubles, didn't it? Yeah. Because one of the things that we really push hard for people when we're educating them is to be on the diet 100%, right? Right. Cause what happens if you're not? Tell, go ahead. Tell them what happens to you if you have dairy. I
2: have accidents.
0: What kind of accidents? You have, you have problems with your with your bowels, right? Yeah. Yeah, you actually lose the full sensation that you even have to go. Correct. Yeah. And then in addition to that, you go through such mood swings and they're uncontrollable. Oftentimes when he would have these things happen to him, he would actually just sit there and cry and apologize over and over again to me because these were things that he didn't want to do, he didn't mean to do, but he couldn't he literally couldn't control himself. So that's pretty cool that you said about the hyperbaric that it was like getting a new body. That's pretty cool. But we also did supplements and um those supplements really helped you a lot too. Yeah. And initially you know he doesn't like to take any pills he can't swallow pills real well so chewables were the way to go and they just don't always taste the nicest and and but you felt and all the way all the way through all of this you've seen the benefits to the things you were doing so you got to a point where you your best advocate you stood up for yourself and let people know that you know hey i can't have that I can't have that because it has dairy in it, or I can't have that piece of cheese. And and you started realizing the importance of your diet and your supplements and even essential oils, right? Yeah. So how did the supplements help you?
2: Just helped me to feel better.
0: Yeah. A lot of times kids and adults with autism and Asperger's are lacking zinc and magnesium and... They also do not absorb calcium very well. So by adding these things to your, their diet, um, as well as omega-3s, um, really makes a huge, huge difference. Um, B6 and B12 um, are also really good things for these children to have for most of us it gives us a rush and more energy for them it actually slows them down and allows them to focus better so that was something else that we did but we also used essential oils and you use those when you school often correct yeah and how do you how would you say those help you
2: help me to get figure out problems and
0: do they help you to focus better yeah yeah and um, really help you to just stay in in the game and, and also calm you, would you say? Yeah. Yeah. So something that we've never done with Austin is medicate him. Um, because I just, there's so many side effects to medicines. And a lot of the medicines that they want um, children that have autism, Asperger's, ADHD, are... Um, medications that they'd have to be on for their lifetime. Um, weaning off of them is very hard, and and they're very hard on their body. They pretty much put them in a sleep coma, more or less. You know, they're walking around, but you know, they're just in the zone. And I didn't want him in the zone. I wanted him, I wanted him to be able to do the best he could without being medicated. And we succeeded in that, didn't we?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, Austin, I have two other questions for you. Can you tell our audience how our choice of lifestyle here, homesteading in, in northern Idaho, has uh, played a role in your life and, and your autism?
2: That I could do my schooling easy here. Okay. And that I can go around and look for stuff to start fires and stuff like that.
0: So you can practice your survival skills. You can just be a a kid freely out here is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And um, have the animals helped you, do you feel? How?
2: Unwind sometimes.
0: Okay. Being able to communicate with them and talk to them and just take care of them helps you unwind. Hey, I'm guilty. I was out mucking the stalls last week and I was talking to the goats just (laughs) no different than you do. It's just that, you know, they like to be talked to too. So, and they understand. But, um,
2: sure they understand.
0: Oh, I think so. But anyway, (laughs) how now you we mentioned homeschooling. Mm -hmm. Um, you were blessed to be able to start homeschooling once we got out here. Can you share with everybody how that has helped you as far as schooling goes? Um, what differences did it make once you started homeschooling?
2: There's nobody around. Making noise for
0: okay, so, your work. Okay, so you don't have the distractions. Okay. Do you feel stressed like you did when you were in the uh, public schools? No. And would you say that you work actually smarter and faster homeschooling than you would when you were in the school? Yeah. Yeah, because you have your freedoms. You can stay focused. Um you also have the benefits of other ways of homeschooling. What are some other ways you have homeschooled with your dad, for example?
2: Metal shop.
0: Yeah. Tell everybody what some of the things you've made.
2: Um I made two knives, one still that I'm working on. Okay. Um a machete okay. and a sword.
0: Nice. Nice. So um as most of you know, the Mountain Man has a blacksmith shop where they actually um, hand-forge things. And those are some of the homeschool projects Austin has played a role in. Now, Austin, um, you also help me in the kitchen. And you also help me with some of the womanly chores also um, in learning how to wash your clothes, uh, mend your clothing, cook some food. What do you consider those? They're not necessarily girly tasks. What are they? Useful. Exactly. They're life skills. And without those, would you be able to live by yourself? No. Do you enjoy having those skills? Yeah. They've benefited you already, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. So learning how to stitch your clothing also is was helpful in teaching you how to sew leather. Mm. Pretty much the same, right? Yeah. Yeah, so when you're making your moccasins and when you're making um, bags and and the varying things, you're using those same skills. So it's not an uncool thing to know how to stitch, right? No. (laughs) He's thinking about that. If I say this, am I still manly, right? (laughs) (laughs) You are. And, And learning how to do girly things is not a bad thing because if you're by yourself in a cabin in the middle of nowhere because that's the way you choose to live, you know how to do things. You can still make your socks. You can still... You know, do the varying things that would require um, you to, to live that way. Now, that's not necessarily saying that's your your goal, but, I mean, that, that's something to think about. You know, am I learning all the skills I need to that if I'm off by myself, I can do it, right? Yep. Yeah. So I really appreciate you taking your time with me today and answering all these questions. There's a couple more, but I really I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Austin, I want to jump back to your diet now. In the beginning, it was a little tough. And it was tough on me because when you start looking at the packaging of today's food, besides the additives and preservatives and colors and dyes, which are not good for us, there's dairy and wheat fillers in a lot of stuff. So when you really start looking at your packaging, it almost freaks you out because there's not a whole lot left for them to eat now. Now... This was at a time where your grocery stores did not have a gluten-free section. A lot of the grocery stores either have a gluten-free section or they have gluten-free foods mixed in with all the other things like crackers and and breads and so forth. So there's a lot on the market now that there wasn't when he was young, and it made it really tricky. So I took it upon myself to figure out how to make things for him And I want to give a big shout-out. You hear their ad every week on my radio show, but Naomi Poe from BetterBatter.org has been an angel because I ended up on Amazon somehow and found a box of her flour one day, and it was my biggest saving grace because I was able to make everything that Austin needed um, cup for cup just like I would with regular flour. And uh, that was a big turning point for us because then Austin was able to have all his favorite foods. So tell the audience what kind of foods you like and what we have all the time. What kind of things do you eat? What's on the counter that you've been feasting on? (laughs) How about the banana bread?
2: Oh.
0: (laughs) Yes, so you were eating banana bread. And what did we have for supper last night? Pizza. Yeah. So you have pizza. You have banana bread. You have all of your favorite things. You remember the snacks I made on Saturday night?
2: Crackers,
0: crackers, and pretzels, mm-hmm. and you have pies. You are the pumpkin pie man. Oh yeah,
2: that was a while ago though. So.
0: The pumpkin pie, yeah. And Wasn't punk- that
2: about a year ago?
0: <laughs> no, it was Christmas. Thank you very much. How about pumpkin roll? You have pumpkin roll. You have um, whoopie pies. You have all kinds of stuff, don't you? Yeah. Cookies. <laughs> So in addition to all those wonderful things that we can make, you also eat pretty hearty. You're a big grown boy and you like potatoes and your meat, potatoes, and veggies. So Mm -hmm. you eat a really well-rounded meals. And you have snack foods on hand all the time. And it's very rare that you have something packaged, isn't it? Yeah. So with all the things we talked about today... um, what are some things that you would like to tell people um, in the audience? You know that have autism and Aspergers, and even ADHD. You know what can you share with them? What is something that you would like to see people like yourself doing to improve their lives?
2: Start eating gluten free and dairy free products. Okay. Um, and to find an oxygen. Whatever.
0: The hyperbaric oxygen yeah. therapy, yes. And that, and we can connect you with someone on that. There'll be a link in the show notes um, to where you can uh, find out more information on the hyperbaric oxygen. That's great. What else? That's
2: really all I can think of right now.
0: Well, let me ask you this. So many parents are concerned about their children using a diagnosis as a crutch. I wanted a diagnosis for you against everybody else's will. I wanted that so I knew what was wrong and I knew best how to help you. Have you ever used that as a crutch? That's a thing. No, me neither. But what is something that I have um, really done with you since the time we found out, and even before that? Have I allowed you to use it as a crutch? No. What, how would you describe how I've, I've made you do things?
2: not me try to be like other people.
0: And that there were no limits, right? Yeah. And in your mind all your life, did you ever think you couldn't do something? No. No. Because you can, and so can everybody else on this planet, whether you have autism or not. There should be nothing stopping you from reaching your dreams or your desires. Because... You are able, you are able to do anything you want to, and anything you set your mind to. It's a matter of will, determination, and faith. And and Austin is and has an extreme faith, and has always pushed really hard. Um, in the schools when he was little, they wanted him, they wanted to alter the game, the rules to the games that he would play. And I told them, no way. I didn't want those rules altered because. If he thinks that he's an exception in playing a game, he'll think he's an exception in anything else that he does. So if you have an autistic child and, or you have a child that there's something wrong and you're not sure, push for that, for that diagnosis so that you know, so that you know in, in, the best way you can possibly help them. Something else I wanted to touch on, and um, I just watched an interview with um, Temple Grandin with Katie Couric, and it was just awesome. Temple Grandin, I love her. How about it? We watched her documentary, her movie, and, and that was really, really awesome, wasn't it?
2: Yeah.
0: I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes, and if, if Lord willing, I am trying to get Temple Grandin on our sh- on my show so that I can share her with you because she is just amazing she too is autistic and she is just amazing what she has accomplished in her life and um, something that really stuck out and resonated to me was how she said that today that, you know, kids don't have and aren't pushed to have the ability to work. They don't know how to work. They don't know how to shake a person's hand. Austin, what are some of the main things we've really pushed you to learn how to do? When When you're in the company of other people, we've taught you to keep Good eye contact. And what about your handshake? What kind of handshake are you supposed to offer to people?
2: A firm handshake.
0: A firm handshake, you betcha. Because what does that mean about you? Mm -hmm. That you're a strong strong, and, and decent young man. And it's important to be respectful to people around you and your elders. And something else that Temple touched on was the work ethics. And... Although Austin balked a lot when we got here and we gave him all the animal duties, you weren't real keen on that at first, were you? No. (laughs) But I ask you this, how do you feel about it now?
2: I'm excited.
0: And you enjoy doing it, too. Yeah. Tell everybody a little bit of the benefits you had in January. What happened in January?
2: The goats had babies.
0: Correct. So... He's been caring for two milk goats that we got two years ago.
2: Six goats all together.
0: Yes, we now have six goats all together. He was very excited when the goats that he cared for both dropped twins. So he was really excited, and and he really takes his jobs very, very seriously. And it's important to instill um, work ethics and and just motivation to our children today uh getting them outside is key tell tell everybody how you feel when you exercise good and when you're out it it it, it just opens you up de-stresses you it relaxes you and you just really feel good about yourself right yes i do and that's really really important um so when when you were young And you were having struggles when we were still figuring out the diet and we had struggles with other people giving you the wrong foods. Um, What was one of the things that I would have you go do when you were struggling? I
2: had a trampoline, I would go fishing, and I'd go for a walk.
0: And you'd even ride your bike sometimes too. Yeah. And uh, the trampoline was just one of those little itty-bitty ones, the little round ones that are maybe three feet Wide and I just have him go out and jump on that on our back porch just so that he would get his endorphins going because that really does help them release some of their struggles, so you know that is something you can do and really help them but um before we go we're running out of time. I wanted to just mention one thing to you: Austin turned eighteen in December, and last year he got his learner's permit and he's been out driving and uh, we'll be getting his taking his driver's test here real soon. But tell everybody what you bartered for with your work last year. Um, you bartered your work in exchange for what?
2: A Jeep, Willie. Really.
0: And what year is it? A 1951. How cool is that? Pretty cool, hmm. huh? Yep. And just recently, he had to save his money, and he saved his money, and just recently... Two Saturdays ago, he and his dad started working on that and they got it running. How did that feel? Pretty cool. (laughs) So he's going to be redoing this and restoring this and you can find him on his YouTube channel and follow along at youtube.com slash mountainboyjournals and I'll have links in the show notes for his website and um, everything else on Austin so that you can connect with him because he really does love to communicate with others. But um, what is one positive thing you can tell people with Asperger's or autism, even ADHD? um, What kind of life can they have, Austin?
2: The best life.
0: How do they attain that?
2: By working hard and to go to the hyperbaric (laughs) oxygen
0: chamber. Yeah, okay. And the sky's the limit, isn't it? Yeah. And God has played a big role in helping you too, hasn't he? Yes. Yeah. Just has sent you lots of angels and lots of blessings and and you've got a really strong hold on, on your faith. And that is something for you parents that was a question that was asked of you one time before about being able to teach your children when they're autistic about God and that they'll understand it. And... You clearly understand it, don't you? Yeah. Austin is a very literal thinker, but that doesn't stop him from understanding things. He just views things differently than you and I sometimes, and or we view things differently than he. It all depends how you look at it, but he has added a lot of laughter, humor, and insight in our lives, and I learn a lot from him all the time, too, so... Austin, thanks so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you answering these questions and letting me put you on the spot. And, and uh, thank you so much.
2: You're welcome.
0: And you folks, if you ever have questions for Austin and I, feel free to email us at survive at com. And until our next show, you guys take care and God bless.
1: You're listening to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, where you will learn something new every week. We hope you enjoyed the show and encourage you to join us at treyerwilderness.com and be sure to connect with us on iTunes. Remember, your reviews on iTunes are very important to us and help us reach more people just like you.